a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. All right. This is uh, the expanded version of Inside Sources. Todd Weiler here sitting in for Boyd Matheson. He just texted me a beautiful sunset on a lake. I don't know where he is, but I, at this point, it's just harassing harassment. Um, in this last segment, we're going to talk about will the federal government legalize weed? We're talking about pot. We're talking about mar- uh, marijuana. And many of you probably know that the recreational use of cannabis or marijuana, it's the same thing. Cannabis is just a less politically charged word, has been legalized already in 18 states and the District of Columbia, as well as the Northern Mariana Islands and Guam. Um, Another 13 states and the U.S. Virgin Islands have decriminalized its use. And now Chuck Schumer says he wants to legalize marijuana on the federal level. His bill suggests, however, otherwise. He's been working for months to generate bipartisan support in in the Senate for repealing the federal ban on marijuana. Uh, But if so, there's little evidence of that effort in the draft legislation that was unveiled just today, which is larded with new taxes, regulations, spending programs that seem designed to alienate Republicans who might otherwise be inclined to support a cleaner bill on the Federalist grounds. And let me just paint the stage for you here. Uh, Many of you know that Utah legalized medical marijuana uh, about two years ago. Uh, That was after uh, the legislature refused to legalize it. I actually voted in favor of it in 2016, uh, but it failed in my body. And so it got put on the ballot through a citizen initiative and it passed. Um, mostly by the votes in Salt Lake County. It was close enough that the votes in Salt Lake County put it over. And so, um, and then some of you will remember that the legislature came in. Uh, it, it went into effect on a Saturday. On a Monday, the legislature came in and replaced it with a different uh, medical marijuana bill because uh, we felt, I'll speak in the royal we, we felt like there was uh, some systemic problems in the, uh, the the language that had been put on the uh, citizens initiative, but the, 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 the way that the legislature did bring medical marijuana, it actually brought it to um, users six months faster, uh, quicker than the, um, than the initiative would have. And it also streamlined some processes and it seems to be working pretty well. I know I live in Woods Cross and uh, when I go to my local Costco store in West Bountiful, right across the parking lot from Costco is is a is one of the pharmacies and so um so i just want to bring you listeners back five years to 2016 i i was doing a town hall at the bountiful city hall with someone some of you may remember this name senator orrin hatch and someone in the audience asked him about legalizing marijuana and senator hatch said well you know i think this is an this is an effort um you know, that's best left to the states. And and Senator Hatch was holding a microphone and so was I. So when he was done in the kindest way I could, I said, with all due respect, Senator, you we can't handle it with the states because 
because Congress has has scheduled, um, you know, marijuana as a controlled substance, a Schedule II controlled substance. And and at that time, you know, the belief was was that any states that 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 crossed that line that that you know we'd be in violation of federal law, which is actually still true today. But uh, so many states have done it, and uh, the Obama administration didn't do anything about it. In fact, under uh, President Obama, the the Department of Justice released a memo. It was written by a by an attorney in that office named uh, his last name was Cole. So it got to be known as the Cole Memorandum. I think it was three pages long. And it basically said, if states follow these principles and guidelines, I think there were seven of them, then the Department of Justice isn't going to take any action for states that are legalizing marijuana. So the Cole Memorandum was literally just something that some guy, you know, typed out in Microsoft Word and printed out. And and that kind kind of had the effect of law. Well, then President Trump was elected. And his Department of Justice quickly announced, we're not abiding by the Cole Memorandum any longer, which threw everybody into a little bit of confusion. But then they never did anything else for four years. And now we have uh, Joe Biden, of course, in the White House. And what we do know is is the federal government hasn't been taking any uh, proactive measures against states that have legalized. And, of course, we have a couple of states like Colorado and Oregon and I think California now who have legalized marijuana for the recreational use, which is a whole a different bailiwick. And um, but in any event, um, I said to Orrin Hatch back in 2016, I said, you haven't allowed states the freedom to do that because we would love to do that here in Utah. But it's against federal law and there's nothing. You know, I know some some libertarians would agree with me, but there's nothing a state can do to override a federal law. That's just how how it works, according to the U.S. Supreme Court and the U.S. Constitution, although I know there's a debate about the Constitution. So I don't want to I want to sidestep that. But the reality is, is now finally, five years later, at least we have one Democrat, Chuck Schumer, who happens to be a very powerful Democrat, saying, hey, here's a bill to do it. Now, that bill, of course, um, does have some provisions about legalizing or decriminalizing uh, marijuana offenses. But that bill also has a whole bunch of other stuff, like uh, a federal excise tax on marijuana starting at 10% and eventually rising to 25% within the fifth year. So for those of you uh, listeners who have gone to your doctor and you have a medical marijuana use card and you're going to my pharmacy in West Bountiful or another pharmacy and you're getting legal marijuana, how do you feel about paying 10 to 25% more so Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer can get their cut? I'm being a little bit facetious here, but that's the proposal. And this is what we're doing with gas prices. The state of Utah has about a 28 and a half cent gas tax. And then the federal government is on top of that. So every time you pump a gallon of gas, into your car, whether you realize it or not, you're paying part of that price is a state tax that goes to roads and to a federal tax. And by the way, the federal tax, the, the federal government used to give states uh, money for roads and, and, and that kind of dried up about a decade ago, but we're still paying the federal tax for gasoline. So so we're talking now, the feds are going to decriminalize it uh, or legalize it, but they want a cut and, and they want that cut to be on top of what you're already paying. And I already hear... I already hear complaints from some of my constituents in in South Davis County and Rose Park that it's uh, it's it's too burdensome, it's too costly to buy the legal marijuana. Because I don't know, I don't want to get in trouble. Anybody in trouble here? But uh, you can actually go on the street and buy the stuff illegally. Uh, I'm not going to tell you where or how, but uh, and I haven't done any price comparisons because 
I'll, I'll admit this on the air. I, I don't use medical marijuana. So in any event, the federal government is finally talking about this. I think it's a step in the right direction. I don't I don't like a bill that's filled with a bunch of porks and bells and whistles, especially if they are designed to alienate Republicans who otherwise might want to legalize marijuana. But um, uh, uh, President Biden, of course, has said in the past that he's against this. But He's said he's against a lot of things in the past, and, and what we found out in the six or seven months that he's been president is is he doesn't necessarily hold himself to what he's said in the past. And so um, they're going to have to get – they can't do this through reconciliation of the budget. So they're going to have to persuade 60 senators, at least 10 of them will have to be Republicans, uh, to end the prohibition on pot. Um, and I'm not sure that this bill is the one to do it. So um, – um, we, we don't have time, but maybe you can text into the show. Tell us how you feel about a 25% federal tax on top of the cost of marijuana. But th- those are things to watch for as the summer and the fall progresses. Um, and thank you. Uh, thank you for joining Inside Sources. Even though Boyd Matheson, your favorite host, isn't here, I'm Todd Weiler. I've loved being with you for the last two hours. And uh, remember to always see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Have a great day. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.